Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today we're looking at some Lego themes that spent less time on store shelves than the average dairy product. As always, if you want to check out links to everything we're talking about today, head over to BreakingDads.com. 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 Also, yeah. what else can you do, Jeff? You can leave us a comment there on the aforementioned website. Uh, Also, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at StillSorting. And if you like what you're doing, uh, what you're doing. No, if, you, if you like what you're doing, keep doing it. Yeah. If you like what we're doing, what can they do? They could head over to iTunes uh, and give it a rating or just let somebody else know about it. Yeah. Stay away from this one. <laughs> we would appreciate, appreciate, appreciate and appreciate uh, any kind words you pass on to other people. So hopefully we learn the rest of talking before we continue <laughs> with this podcast. We're both, I don't know what, what's happened today. I don't know if I'd recommend us today. This is pretty impressive. We're a little overtired. Mm. So what is today all about? Well, um, today we're looking at some one and done Lego themes, themes that were on the store, had only sets that were released in one calendar year and that was it. Um, as we've discussed many times on this podcast, Lego signed a licensing deal with Lucasfilm in 1999 to produce Lego Star Wars sets. This proved to be very successful with over 500 sets released over the last 18 years hmm. and really no end in sight. <laughs> um, now we're looking at the other side of that success spectrum, uh, the Lego licenses that that only had, like I say, one calendar year of set releases. Uh, we'll count on the themes based on the number of sets released. All right. Okay, so we start back in 2010 with a a little theme called Toy Story. I don't know if you're familiar with this one. I've never heard of this. Yes. Uh, I would have thought this would would have been bigger. Yeah, I don't... I think this is sort of the... the, It's not like the movie was a bomb. No, the movie (laughs) did very well. It won two Oscars Hmm. uh, and was actually nominated for Best Picture. Not Best Animated Picture, which it won. It was nominated for Best Picture that year. Yeah. Um... So critical success and financial success, uh, and yet only 11 sets. Hmm. But uh, uh, then I'm wondering if it was, uh, if you thought, hey, do I want to buy a Toy Story toy that looks like the toy, or do I want to buy a, the simulation of a Toy Story toy in the form of Lego? Maybe people just went with the Toy Story toy. Possibly. There were a lot of them. There was. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. I, we have a Buzz Lightyear kicking around somewhere. Yep. We also had a Woody. Yep, we for sure had a Woody. Yeah, so... I, Which was... <laughs> fantastic on christmas morning when my my son's got it and his grandma's like oh he just loves playing with his little woody <laughs> she just went on and on and on talking about his woody and, and, and you were laughing at double entendres all how morning. she likes how he's holding his woody and it just it couldn't i don't know my wife and i you we've been drinking <laughs> <laughs> it was christmas yes uh anywho um yeah i i think this is i gives you an idea of the the planned obsolescence of these movie licenses where they're going to release the sets during the marketing blitz um and get people hyped for the films or have people reenact the films after the fact but they don't plan on them being around much longer than that and i wonder if they give these to you know is this a novice design team that gets this project is this experienced designers that get this thing Uh, i wonder how they actually allocate these projects to their their designers that's a good question because it's sometimes you're just like man that's a terrible looking like or other times they really knock it out yeah to the park and you're you think wow that must have been some really experienced designers who want they had mm-hmm. ideas that they wanted to explore and not just do service to the the brand 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- that's a good question. T- to me, this Toy Story line was a pretty well put together theme. Hmm. Um, they give you all the key characters from the movies and a lot of the, the key scenes from Toy Story 3 and some of the other movies um, in 11 sets and hitting all the price points they like to hit. So it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, some people, I think, were put off by uh, the fact that Toy Story used the molded heads mm-hmm. instead of making them look like Lego figures that were sort of Lego-fying them. Yeah. They tried to make the Lego look more like the toy instead of making the toy look like the Lego. In which case, why not just buy the toy? I suppose, yeah. And maybe that's one of the reasons um, the set line seemed to fizzle overall. I I don't know about other people's experience, but I saw these sets still being cleared out at great prices. Uh, Even last year, I walked into Toys R Us and they had some Toy Story Lego sets they were clearing out. I like your favorite in that, the... uh... The Western Train Chase set seven five nine seven. That's a nice looking set. Yeah, it's a cute little classic steam train, and you get you get Woody, Buzz, Jesse, Bullseye, Ham, and Rex. So yeah. a pretty good representation of the cast, and yeah. it does look very representative. But almost a little too. Yeah, those minifigures didn't mm-hmm. work. It's a me. weird like like a Lego version of it like, doesn't look the like Uncanny Lego Valley almost. type. It's bizarre. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it is. But it is. But it doesn't. Yeah. But it is. But it doesn't. I wonder how much they learned from that. What you know, in terms of um, Legofying the theme. I don't know. I don't know because uh, we, when we did a Lego noses episode, uh, mm. we, you look at when they tried to make SpongeBob in the mm-hmm. Lego form. Uh, it didn't work for a lot of them. Yeah, like Patrick doesn't look right, even though he has a molded head because it doesn't have a starfishy body. Yeah, and um, Squidward with his nose painted on the minifigure head just it looks really weird it does yeah so lego does a very good job making regular humans look like regular humans yeah (laughs) i don't know if it i think they had to do the molded heads i'm sure they looked at what it would look like otherwise and it looked off yeah yeah no that must be the case yeah that's my that's my guess on it um, but yeah, that's uh, Toy Story. If you if you bought them in 2010 at full price, good on you. And if you bought them in 2011 and beyond at lesser prices, even better. So it's this is not going to be part of the Lego investment story. No, sadly, with Lego doing what Lego's done, pretty well all of the sets. Because I looked at them <laughs> and I remembered what I saw them for in clearance uh, uh, last year. And I didn't buy them, and now I look on BrickLink and I see what they have sold for, and it's it's depressing. Yeah, <laughs> it's very depressing. <laughs> Why Lego is not a commodity? Yeah, you know, I know they're they're not a publicly traded company, but it would be nice if uh, if you could you know list them like gold. <laughs> That'd be fun. So what's the next one? Uh, okay, so from there we move to Pirates of the Caribbean from 2011. Mm. Uh, now we talked about this all the way back on our our Lego Pirates episode. Um, and that was fun. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, we got 10 sets. Uh, they were released around the launch of Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Um, and at the time, we remarked how ridiculous it is to have a movie tie-in for the fourth movie in a franchise. <laughs> uh, that being said, they re- recently released a, a line around a seventh movie in a franchise and i feel like it's done okay yeah well i guess they're cleaning they're mopping up everyone who was fans of the entire thing yeah and they did they had sets based on yeah. things that happened i guess they have to brand it based on that the latest release but really they're just trying to capture the whole market exactly as as disney spent millions and millions of dollars advertising this um now it did make 240 million dollars 
in the U.S., which is, I think, one of the better takes that's of all the movies on our list here. Yeah, it costs two hundred fifty million to make. Whoa! Um, but you add in the worldwide gross, and I or, think they did okay. I mean, they must have done well enough, yeah. uh, as there's a fifth movie due out in right, two thousand seventeen, exactly. and then another one in pre-production. Um, yeah. Because I know I, for one, want some more Captain Jack. Can't even say it. No. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm pretty well done. I saw the first movie. Yes, the first movie was great, and then they made some more. Yeah. Uh, now, for the most part, uh, Lego treated this um, as they do their non-licensed pirate themes uh, with the same basic assortments of play sets and tall ships. I, am, um, I like... The, the, like, this is one where they only did 10 sets, but I <clears throat> there's a number of the sets I actually really like out of this. They like, did the, well. The ships are nice. The ships are beautiful, if a little small, like we said on yeah. the, the Pirates episode, but... They're oh, gorgeous. They are. They're, they're definitely very nice shelf candy there. Um, and uh, to me, the, the one set I liked is the set number 4193, The London Escape. Um, and this gives you two nice stagecoaches and horses and a pub. Hmm. Um, and it simulates Jack Sparrow's escape from the pub. I honestly have no recollection of the scene. I've seen the movie. <laughs> no recollection of the scene at all. Um, but I think that I... Didn't re- I kind of only half watched the movie when I watched it? Uh, it's a gorgeous stagecoach, though. It's a beautiful little. This is the this is really the smaller like two stage stagecoaches huh. in this one, and they're they're nice. They're yeah. quite good little builds, uh, and overall there haven't been a lot of Lego pubs made. Right. Um, so it's nice to see a, a pub <laughs> uh, in Lego form. This one's called the Captain's Daughter, which huh. is I think a fun one to explain to your children. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> so they just went for it. They're like, you know what? We're going to, if we're going to be socially irresponsible on this set, we're going to make a pub. There's going to be guns. There's, yes. <laughs> there's just going to be everything. Everything's coming out. Pull out the stops. Let's go for it. Yes. I think this would be the set that if you're upset that they didn't make the Firefly um, set that was on Lego Ideas uh, huh. a long while ago now, and you're like, ah, oh, come on. They make more mature themes. I think the set that includes a pub called the Captain's Daughter. <laughs> And Captain Jack Sparrow uh, and a bunch of guns is a good example. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. The, the, overall, this theme is a bit of a love-hate relationship from LEGO fans. Uh, some people love the fact that we got some more pirate sets with a different aesthetic. Well, others hated the fact that we got pirate sets that cost more and don't quite fit next to the regular pirate sets. Hmm. Um, I'm doubtful we'll see any more Pirates of the Caribbean sets with the new movies. But then again... Lego and Disney have been working together a lot in recent years. So I guess it depends how much money's on the table. How much the license cost. Yeah. yeah. And if they're doing their own pirates theme again. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Somebody will be happy and somebody will be mad either way. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know for sure. Uh, okay. Next up in our lineup is uh, Jurassic World. I don't know if you've heard of this movie. Mm, no. It's not. Uh, no. Independent release. Yeah, a tiny little indie film like that went on, <laughs> uh, went on uh, to be, at the time, the third highest grossing film of all time, earning almost $1.7 billion at the box office. Wow. That's, um, that's pretty good. <laughs> and just in terms of how big it is, I actually still haven't seen it. I've seen nothing. I don't know. Since I had children, I literally just... Since you, have, since you had children. I stopped seeing movies. Right, because you were like full up on pop culture right I, before that moment. I was, and then just for the interest, not the, yeah, not always enjoyment, but out of interest, and now I, I've seen nothing. Like you could 
Yep. Nope. Is it on Netflix? Is I guess the question That's you ask, and then you're like, nah, I probably won't watch it. Yeah. There's <laughs> things on my queue that'll be there until they disappear again. <laughs> oh. Good times. Anyway, so was it a good movie, Jeff? Uh, it was a good movie. Did it was it groundbreaking in any way, shape, or form? No. Did it uh, need Dino? Lego coming out? Well, first off, you always need Dino Lego. That's is true. So I'm okay with that. That being said, uh, we've talked about this before in our Lego Dino podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released six sets. It's not my favorite line. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, I, it must have done very well because they couldn't keep it in stock at the stores I buy Lego at. It was mm-hmm. on the shelf and it was gone. Uh, so good. It sold well. Yeah, the dinosaurs uh, are cool. And that's the thing. The dinosaurs in the sets were awesome phenomenal yeah. dinosaurs and then they also gave you some sort of a vehicle kids like dinosaurs with it um i, I can't even pick a standout in the set no not really um, that means i do still need to get an owen minifigure from it um just to complete my my chris pratt collection so <laughs> i'll probably go dimensions way <laughs> then at least i get some play out of it exactly uh yeah so yeah that's jurassic world movie did very well sets did very well and now uh some more johnny depp Yes, because we don't have enough weird character Johnny Depp. Maybe that's what we Lego Johnny Depp. That's it. <laughs> There's a whole episode. Oh, I think they, that they're definitely going to do the uh, the that would be great and terrible if they did the uh, Alice in Wonderland sequel if they license that and we got uh, another weird Johnny Depp and Helen Bottom Carter uh, and they should have molded giant heads in this one. <laughs> anyway, this is the Lone Ranger though. This is the movie we're talking about. Uh, released 2013. Um, this is another Disney movie that just bombed, earning eighty nine million in the U.S. with a budget of two hundred and fifteen million. So, Ouch. Uh, pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> pretty close there. Uh, six sets again, which seems to be the standard release for these one and dones. Hmm. Um, I I think this was a good Western theme tied to a bad movie. Yeah, I mean, they give us all the sets you need. Uh, you get a stagecoach, you get a bank, a mine, a train. I mean, I don't know what else do you want from a Western theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite is set 79108, Stagecoach Escape. Oh, this is the Stagecoach This coach is the Stagecoach. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no, tell, no. I know you're getting so excited. Whatever. I'm like, no, no, these are okay Stagecoach. Nah. This is the great Stagecoach, yes. The, yes. Um, there's, there's a lot going on here. I mean, you get three horses and a $30 set. Um, but to give you an idea how little horses they've been giving out in recent years, um, the $100 King's Castle set that re- was released the same year, you only got one horse. Hmm. So here, 30 bucks, three horses, a beautiful stagecoach complete with a strong box to either rob or protect, depending on your mood that day. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd love to see Lego go back to the Old West, uh, but I don't know it'll happen out in a long time after this yeah. less than successful. Yeah, yeah, there was some... That stagecoach is... That's, Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, that blew me away. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. yeah. And we just talked about Lego and race, and I don't know if I need a we, minifigure of a white guy. We don't even need to go playing. there. Okay. No, just, <laughs> let's move on from it. Other than a few nice sets, <laughs> offensive in every way. <laughs> uh, next up is a non-offensive set uh, from 2010. It's Ben 10, um, which uh, I know that you're completely unfamiliar with this property because your yep. your child's just a little bit younger. Yes, um, my kid in 2010 was heavy into Ben 10. Hmm. Um, and I definitely would have, uh, would have bought some sets for him off of this, but I just, I never saw it in stores at all. No, this which did is not trigger anything for me. Yeah. Um, no, so it's based on the long running cartoon series, uh, on cartoon network, which, uh, 
when I say long running, it lasted 10 years spread over four different series. Hmm. So from 2005 to 2014, Cartoon Network had some sort of Ben 10 on. Um, and it's about a boy that could change into different aliens temporarily to protect the Earth from alien threats. Right? That sounds fun. That sounds fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a... It's the only Constraction series on the list. These are all Constractions, as Lego likes to call them internally. So buildable action figures. Um, and uh, the six sets each built a different alien. Uh, my favorite from the show and the line is set number 8409, Spider Monkey. These are fun. Yeah. I, I am not a huge fan of the Constraction type thingos, but I, these ones actually look pretty cute. Like they're yeah they're they nice they're colorful they yeah. definitely yeah um they've got some nice designs um and and I mean if you've got a four armed four eyed monkey what's not I, to like exactly that just that's fun that's in a my brain yeah um so yeah it's it, it happened it was very short hmm. um I'm surprised I don't again I think beat retailers didn't know where to put it is it an action figure is it Lego I don't know yeah. Uh, okay. Next up is, I think, the weirdest license on this list. Uh, in 2003, Lego put out a set of licensed sets from Discovery Channel. And yet I wish they would do more of these. Well, this is weird because this is a 2000. Like, when you hear Discovery Channel nowadays, people are like, Lego and Discovery just be Channel? All sharks? Really? Don't they have enough yes. shark sets? Uh, but no, this was back when Discovery Channel uh, was about science for the most part. Way back in the yes. 1400s. Yes. When? Before there was color. Yeah. Um, and each set is about space exploration uh, from the Discovery Shuttle to the International Space Station, uh, all done in various scales with the goal of making everything look realistic. Mm-hmm. So they're cool. They are cool. Real space exploration sets. Yeah, yeah there's nothing too overly glamorous about them. No. But they're really cute. Like, I. Yeah, I totally would have bought these. Yes. Um, and you still can for outrageous markups on the yeah. second market. Uh, there's only one set that actually included any minifigures, uh, and it was set 10029 Lunar Lander, uh, which gave you the Lunar Lander that landed on the moon, the actual moon, uh, and an American flag, because you need that, mm-hmm. and two astronauts. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fantastic. You can, uh, if you wanted to, you can now recreate one of the crowning achievements of human history. Yeah. Which is nice. You could do that. Yeah. Or? Or if you're a conspiracy nut, <laughs> you could add a nice little Lego cameraman in front of yeah. them and recreate one of the crowning achievements of human propaganda. <laughs> Gentlemen, so, pull the strings, make it look like he's bouncing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, no, that I it's would you need a little Lego Stanley Kubrick to You would absolutely yes, to film that that you... and then you could use that in your other sets, your two thousand and one right. set. <laughs> Clockwork orange yes. set. No, it's just wrong. So we're not gonna see that, I'm guessing. The Stanley Kubrick line from no. Lego. No. No, the other thing uh, that I wish we'd see that we're not gonna see is as I wish Lego would get the Discovery Channel license back. Hmm. As I'd love to see official Lego sets for Mythbusters. That would be awesome. Like, think of the play features oh, you'd get in goodness. a Mythbusters set. People a little would, mini buster. would buy that in a snap. Yeah, I would that, I would buy as many as there were in my store, now that for they sure. Don't, they don't have all the other people, though. It might be less exciting. Yeah, you know, but they could go back in time. They could they, give us a little, a little minifig Tory, and yeah. he can get injured. It'll be fun. <laughs> uh, how about uh, Lego Shark Week? Yeah. You know, they don't even need to make any new molds. They got all those sharks. Done. Yeah. 
uh, Lego Naked and Afraid. I think those would be, yeah, that wouldn't make it past the filter at Lego. Okay, but I'm upset because why is the classic uh, Lego Spaceman the only yellow on yellow minifigure allowed, huh? That's true. I want a nice (laughs) Naked and Afraid. Now your child can try to survive with nothing. (laughs) I can't even. It's ridiculous. How about Lego Deadliest Catch? Yeah. You know, Lego knows how to make great boats. So I think that would, uh, a nice crab fishing boat would be phenomenal. Do some catfish noodling. Yeah. (laughs) Or, uh, you know, maybe if they want to be economical, they could come out with a line of uh, Lego moonshiners, (laughs) right? They can just reuse the Swamp Police sets and put it in new packaging. Boom. Done. Bam. Yeah. Thank you. Or you're welcome, Lego. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. That's uh, yeah. You know, I try to I try to help the Lego community yeah. as much as I can. It is it is surprising though that they don't. Um, again, maybe there's it's a money issue, or they're just worried that it's too niche that it will be like, oh, that's only gonna f- the North American market, or I don't know. Yeah, Why? for sure, they definitely care there's about so many cool themes you could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not probably not from Lego Discovery Channel. But I would also take more space from Discovery Channel. In, just in general, in, in, in general, general. <laughs> and in Lego form. <laughs> That would be great. Yes. As soon as they figure Science. out how to, as soon as they figure out how to film a reality show on the International Space yes. Station. Yes. Oh. We're giving three people from different walks of life. <laughs> and only one box of tang. <laughs> Real world international space station. Uh good times. Uh I think we should move on because well, it's almost as uh, absurd and exciting as the uh, next one up. Well, the next one's a bit controversial, and I'm not sure if I should have included it. Uh-oh. It's Lego Scooby-Doo. Because is it dead? Uh, well, that's the question, because yeah. uh, it's it's a relatively new theme, and there could very well be new sets in the pipeline, but mm-hmm. here we are. We're already into 2016, and I haven't seen any rumors about new sets. I guess you just had it in Dimensions, though. Yeah, but that was also released in 2015. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe we'll see some, I'd love to see the other characters Do in dimensions. Do any of the other upcoming waves contain Scooby-Doo stuff? There are rumors, hmm. but no, nothing official yet. Hmm. Uh, overall though, uh, if this is the end of the line, it'll go down as one of the better one and done themes. Yeah. Um, they gave us five sets. They covered all the basic Scooby-Doo needs, um, supposedly haunted locations, just waiting for some meddling kids to come and find out who's trying to scare everyone away check they give us that yeah you get a museum a spooky forest if you can call one tree a forest uh a lighthouse i like the lighthouse and of course a creepy mansion yeah no they're all good yeah you know but wait how are the manly kids gonna get to the scenes of these crimes don't worry somehow these kids that never seem to accept money for the crime fighting have access to a motorcycle a boat a biplane and an iconic van. They, these are the guys that actually helped El Chapo get out. Yes. This <laughs> is <laughs> some kind of... That's where all their financing came from. Independent business people is what we'll call them. Well, because they have to have some money because not only do they have all those vehicles, they all have custom paint jobs. Hmm. Right? Like, that's not a standard college scheme. That, uh, I'm that going to guess not. That's not no. coming off the lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one else will buy it. They're like, we'll take the green one. Which, by the way, Ford, I think now is the time to release that color scheme. Oh. I think that that would be... I would buy. I would buy that. 
Um, I don't know. Uh, again, if this truly is one and done, I, I think it'll be because the designers couldn't come up with any more Scooby vehicles. I don't know. You know, it's gotta uh, be maybe a helicopter. Yeah, or a train. They do like they, they do like they to need do the a trains. mystery train. A mystery train. Yeah. You were just saying that your children have recently watched a Scooby Doo movie that had some train. Yeah. Train was it a spooky train? It was, I yeah, it wasn't like a Scooby train. It was like just was a the train. train haunted or do they take the train to the haunted they place? They took the train to East East, East Central Europe. East Central Europe. That's some undisclosed location. I don't know. Yes. An unnamed country as to not offend. There's lots of cool things yeah. they could do with this, though. And they, they all told were, they're nice looking sets. I, I thought this, the line overall was fantastic. I mean, fun I'm not builds. a huge Scooby-Doo fan. No, but, but uh, the things you remember from your youth were in the line, hmm. right? Um, I, a great example uh, is the set 75901 Mystery Plane Adventures. Now, there are some people that hate this set. Because mm-hmm. they're like, ah, it's 30 bucks and you don't get a lot of pieces and the build's not super exciting. But I love the fact that you get an evil, pumpkin-headed, headless horseman uh, that you're able to unmask and reveal who is behind this evil plot. That's cool. Um, to scare someone away from somewhere. Uh, we don't really know where in this particular case. <laughs> uh, and you get uh, Scooby-Doo with printed flight goggles because, you know, he's got a pilot plane, as dogs do. You get a scared face Shaggy, which mm-hmm. is one of the things missing. I think the Mystery Machine one, he's got more of a grumpy face or something. But in my mind, Scooby, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, they're either uh, willfully, ignorantly happy mm-hmm. or they're scared out of their minds. Yep. Like those are the two zones they exist in or, and everything or else. in a hunger frenzy. But they get, they get scared about how hungry they are. <laughs> the fact, I, no, I can't. It no. sounds like a horse if I was, trying to do Shaggy. Was it Mr. Ed? I was going to try it. Yeah. That was Shaggy. That was not Scooby no. you were doing there? <laughs> That's, that's, I was about to start and I was like, no, wrong tone. That's, that's not really, you work. don't say no. when you started with a nay. <laughs> that's, Hello, that's, Jeff. That's no, is, obviously, not. that was a horse. <laughs> we do uh, horses, though. Did we, don't we have a no impression rule for our podcast yeah, because of it, hearing ourselves I didn't in real see life? animals in the subclause? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, you also get, I'm just going to move on and pretend mm-hmm. that that never happened. Absolutely. From my mind. Uh, you also get two hamburgers that launch from the um, Mystery Incorporated biplane, which is, again, piloted by a dog. Yeah. Um, and Because I, I think, hey, if you're going after a headless horseman and you have an airplane and you're afraid of it, you should definitely turn back and throw hamburgers at it because that seems like a really effective crime-fighting tool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I'm, I hope it's not one and done, but no. only time's going to tell on yeah. this one. Uh, next up is one that time did tell. Yeah. It told us that maybe we should go back in time and not have done this. Stop. Never do it again. And that's the Prince of Persia theme from 2010. Hmm. Uh, five sets based on another Disney bomb with only $90 million in U.S. box office on a $200 million budget. So, Disney, how are you still in business? Oh, everything. Right. Everything else. Yeah. Uh, overall, I don't know. This, to me, is a terrible theme from a terrible movie. Except I can't help liking it because of all the animals it gave us. Yeah. Um, it has must-have animals in three of the five sets they released. Uh, so you get camels in a couple of sets, and you get the ostriches, uh, which is my favorite and the only one I actually own, <laughs> set 7570, the ostrich race. Hmm. Now, I'm going to be real here. Even if it didn't say Prince of Persia, if they just had a set called the ostrich, ostrich race. You'd be buying that. And it had... People riding ostriches is yeah. ostriches. Ostriches. <laughs> hey, that was a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's all I got to say. That's all Scooby. That yeah. was pretty good. Uh, in a, yeah, if you've got ostriches and you've got a race and it's made out of Lego, um, I, I say give it to me. Give it to yeah. me now. Uh, and the great thing about this one is if you missed out on it, this is the one example of why Lego investing in everything is not a good idea. Um, the set exactly. was only 20 bucks when it first came out. Um, and now you can buy it for 15 yeah. or less. <laughs> so that's good. I mean, I get two ostriches, one box. Uh, I don't know. The rest of the set is pretty meh, yeah. I think would be the review I'd give it. Just a like maybe a shrug, a half shrug. I don't know why I'd invest the energy Distracted. in doing a full shrug. Yeah. yeah, you forget what you're shrugging about on yeah. the way up. <laughs> um, I didn't even bother building it, actually, before I parted it out. So it's got stuff. I, you know, I'd like to see more. I, I like the Middle East architecture. Mm-hmm. I looked at it and was like, yeah, I, I like what they were trying to do. Yes. It's not great. Uh, hopefully they'll need to recoup the money on the molds and yes. and actually make some more interesting Middle East stuff down the road. That would be nice, just for know. for more flavor in the architecture yeah. of the buildings. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I uh, we'll see. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, to me, it's odd that Lego even thought that this was going to be a good idea. They uh, they signed and then went right. Oh no. Yeah, because you know what? Right before this movie came out, I remember thinking that Jake Gyllenhaal. I think he needs to be an action star. Hopefully Lego just had it written in there like, you know, Disney, if this bombs, you're going to pay for the molds. No, I doubt that. Highly. I doubt that I happened. Doubt that highly. Yeah. No. But they got ostriches now. <laughs> ostriches and camels. Yay. Internally, I'm sure that's all it was about. They're like, oh, we got ostriches. So um, you might have noticed a theme with a lot of these is they work with Disney. Right. right? But they tend to be on movies that haven't done well. Um. Well, now we're going to look at uh, working with Disney on on what really should be the easiest success story they've got. So the flagship. Yeah. In 2000, they released a Mickey Mouse theme. Hmm. I mean. So that they go big. There's like the whole, they went with the big, exciting themes and huge builds and uh, lots of figures. Did I see Bluto? um, No. No, No, they didn't do that. Uh, No, they released five sets. Um, and I think they really missed the mark on this one. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's retro. If retro yeah. is the 1940s. See, I guess, um, it, it, to me, it looks like the spiritual successor for the Lego Fabuland line. It does. Um, and by spiritual successor, I mean, they literally used a lot of the molds. <laughs> uh, the, the minifigures themselves had legs that didn't move independently like Fabuland. They had uh, giant oversized animal heads like Fabuland. Uh, all the sets were really simply constructed uh, with a lot of big, chunky pieces. Um, and even some of the parts, uh, like uh, we talked about in the animal episode, the the bird in a cage came directly from the Fabuland line, hmm. um, which is w- weird. I wonder if this was like the swan song of the Fabuland designer as he was leaving Lego. Or did they find like like crates of parts in the yeah. warehouse and they're like... Oh, here, try to make something out of this. I don't... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, on paper, it sounds like kind of like an interesting take on it. But I... Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't know. The sets look jumbled and confusing. I mean, really, it's shocking to me that this didn't become an evergreen line. And But then you look at those sets, and it becomes very clear. Yeah. They're really just too old school for 21st century child. They are. Looking for it. Um, I don't know. And really, uh, we'll, we'll look at one set, um, and, and please go to the website now and take a look at this picture, because yeah. I need someone to explain to me what's happening it's in bonkers. this set. Uh, it's set 4178, Mickey's Fishing Adventure. 
That sounds like a great idea. Mm. Mickey, fishing, adventure. I like all of those things. Put them together. Beautiful. As, as filmed by Fabuland. Yes. So uh, in this set, Mickey appears to be fishing from the top of his garage, um, which is also a boat. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. Totally. Because yeah. um, he's got a wheel on the top. Absolutely. For sure. And then Stop you've... questioning reality. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got Minnie, who's packed her bag. Um, I'm guessing to, to leave Mickey because he's clearly lost his mind. What with piloting his garage around. Yeah. Um, however, it appears she can't leave as she's trapped by the front door. Which is also surrounded by water, so I guess. And it's, she was never in a room to begin with. No, the door doesn't lean anywhere, just so to the she open was ocean. Just waiting at the door, and then yes. finally opened it into. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Uh, I I guess so. So I guess the door is part of this garage boat. It's very metaphysical, uh, and it doesn't seem to be any form of propulsion. Um, no. So I guess they're just drifting out to sea. Uh, a couple of mice on a floating you know, garage slash front door. I think this is all part of Mickey's like uh, unconscious mind. This mm. is like some Fabuland inspired nightmare, you know, Lynchian dream pulled out of Mickey's brain. And this is what he's just got fears of abandonment. Right. They wanted to do a Twin Peaks uh, license, but they just went overly meta on it. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's bonkers. And, you know, Fabuland makes a lot more sense than this does. Yes. Like if I wanted to get crazy and, and get some fabuland style i just go get fabuland this is weird it really is weird and, and it doesn't look great yeah i don't know and that's how you end up with one year of mickey sets instead of 20 and a lot of people who are really into mickey and I, mm-hmm. it's i'm not a mickey fanatic and i imagine mickey fanatics must have been like what well and that's the other thing they had mickey they had Minnie, they had Plut- uh the dog pluto is mm. that the dog uh, i don't know maybe uh, sure yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Um, they had all that, hmm. um, but they didn't have Donald Duck, right. right? They didn't have you know the the Huey, Dewey, Louie, right, or any other Scrooge. supporting characters. Which which is weird because I think if they were to do the line today, yeah, they would make sure they have all these characters. I mean, I, they're they're going to be releasing a series of collectible minifigures of Disney. I'm pretty sure they won't look like these ones. I, I would want to see Scrooge McDuck in his swimming pool of bricks. Yes. There's all kinds of stuff. That would be uh, that would be fun. I did see that at uh, BrickCon. Oh, did you? Yes. So oh. that's nice. It actually looked really nice. Uh, anyway, <laughs> as we move along, um, now we come to the theme that I think defines the one and done concept uh, more than any other theme. Uh, this is Avatar: The Last Airbender from 2006. So tell me about the six sets it got. Well, that would be beautiful, except they released two, uh. two sets. Um, it's the smallest theme Lego has ever produced. Uh, apparently, it was launched at the same time as the SpongeBob SquarePants theme, and Lego wanted to see which sets sold best before committing to either one. Hmm. SpongeBob won. Weird. Yes. Um, yeah, weird that the SpongeBob would win over a cartoon that had one year left after this. Yeah, I don't so, know who, like, if this was Nickelodeon's push or Lego's decision yeah. or who or did they sign a general nickelodeon license and that's how we got i don't know no idea we won't be proved the lawyers know for sure but either way they felt obligated or wanted to either one of those to produce these two sets um i think we have time to look at the whole line okay. if you want to sure let's dig in sure so uh, what's the first set so first is three two two eight air temple mm-hmm. um and it's not bad you get for 400 you get 400 pieces for 30 bucks hmm. so there's value there uh, and it gives you a, apparently, according to uh, reviews I've read online, a cartoon show accurate model of Aang's Air Temple. Hmm. Um, and you get a flying lemur. 
and it's also uh, accurately very underwhelming. Uh, so uh, yeah. yeah, let's move on to the next set. Sure, okay. <laughs> next one is, uh, and let's see if you can keep this product number straight, 3829. Okay, let me write that down. Yeah. Uh, this is the Fire Nation ship. Hmm. Uh, again, value point, you get 722 pieces for 50 bucks. Not bad. Uh, and I guess this set um, asked the question, do you wish Lego made modern military boats? Ah, uh, because there we uh, go. So do a lot of people who have bought this set once mm. they found it on clearance just to convert it into a big modern gray warship. Yeah, I you get a lot it. of gray. It basically looks like that. Yeah. It's, it, it's ugly in the way that a modern military it's warship. It's industrial, yeah, for sure. And that's I, the good word. And that's true to life, I guess, to the, the fire army people that had the fire nation ship with fire because you wouldn't want like a wood ship no if you're the fire nation that, would, that doesn't sound like your true. insurance costs would be huge <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that's bloop. yeah that's that set that series that's wild that was very quick yeah now there is one other license uh that lego did as a one and done yeah. um which is not on here because i wanted to surprise you with some some trivia oh exciting so uh, what is the first license Lego ever picked up? Oh, goodness. So would it be something in the 80s? I'm going to bet. It seems like tie-overs were, or crossovers mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. late 80s, early 90s. Mm. Oh, I don't know, Jeff. I'm, I'm drawing blanks here. Yes. You're no. thinking it was moonlighting, right? With, uh, no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> Bruce I was trying to go, trying to go with an uh, '80s theme for you. <laughs> it was it was uh, Night Court. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, the the first ever Lego license was with Disney, of course, huh. their friend and partner. And when they made wooden toys, they made a Pluto pull along doggy. Wow. Yeah. So nope. that is the uh, the very first license, and that was also a one and done hmm. back in year unknown wow <laughs> yes yeah so uh it's pretty impressive huh. yeah if interesting you... that's that is a very long relationship yeah yeah i mean yeah when you're when you're first signing agreements between the the man who started lego and the man who started disney yeah that's pretty good <laughs> that, it, I, yeah i'm wondering was there a lot of other stuff that they did over the years that's all i could find huh with the wooden toys uh, it would have been interesting uh, licensing to do a itself whole... yeah wouldn't look at that yeah, yeah. there's not more there. Yes, and year unknown because people didn't think mm. to keep records of these things. No, which is kind of annoying in the internet age. Uh, so there you have it. Lego has done their best to cash in on what they thought was going to be the hot properties for a short period of time. Huh. Sometimes it worked, like Jurassic World. Sometimes it didn't. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Lone Ranger. Uh, I guess questions. Do you like? Lego rushing out to make new licensed sets every year, or would you rather they focus on the evergreen themes and their own properties? Hmm. Let us know. Uh, leave a comment again on the website or hit me up on Twitter. I'm at still sorting. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please spread the word. Um, we appreciate everybody that's been helping bring new listeners. We see it every month. Lots of new people getting on and uh, rifling through the backlog and uh, enduring our voices for hours on end. Yes. We appreciate that, though we don't understand. No. <laughs> Neither do our wives or children. Yes. <laughs> Until next time, I've been James. And I'm still Jeff. <laughs>